الحمدللہ وکفا وسلام علی عباده الذین استفا ما بعد اعوذ باللہ من الشیطان الرجیم بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم والذین آمنوا اشد حبا للہ سبحان ربک رب العزت اما اسفون وسلام علی المرسلین والحمدللہ رب العالمین اللہم صلی علی سیدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم الله سبحانه وتعالى sent down Quran sent down دين الاسلام sent نبي الكريم صلى الله عليه وسلم to teach each and every one of us how to feel what feelings we should have in our heart and where we should direct those feelings. And the strongest feeling that Allah Ta'ala has given every human being is called the feeling of love. Hub, muhabba. It's the strongest feeling. Then any and every form of misguidance, dalala, trying to counter the hidayah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, trying to lead humanity astray away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, every one of them also followed the same path. That rather than us learning from Allah ta'ala, Quran, Deen, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa how to feel, what to feel, and for whom to feel it, that that misguiding force wants to teach us how to feel and what to feel and who to feel it for. Whether you want to call it fashion, you want to call it culture, you want to call it media, you want to call it society, all of it is trying to be a rival to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in deen. Just like in our deen we know that the strongest feeling is love, just like that they also know that the strongest feeling is love, just like in our deen, Allah Ta'ala ultimately wants to teach us who to love, how to love, when to love, what to love. They also want to teach us who to love, what to love, how to love, when to love, and how much to love. It's a direct, direct opposite to deen. So this is what we simply call there's true love. And there's false love. The problem is, is if it was so easy, and we could just finish the discussion there, that all of the mu'mineen and all muslimin are doing true love, and those who don't yet have iman, don't believe in Quran, they're on false love. But it's not easy like that. Actually the problem is, is so many believers have crossed the line. And so many believers have so many kinds of false love, fake love, untrue love in their heart. And this is not just something for youth. This is something that we have cases in front of us in their teens, in their twenties, in their thirties, in their forties, in their fifties, in their sixties. And I have one case in my life so far in his seventies. One case like that even came to me in his 70s. 
caught up in the unlawful, untrue, fail, false, fake, haram love. And there's one thing in common in all of them, that every single one of them, as soon as they made this decision to go for the false and fake love, they instantly lost the taste and sweetness of the true love. It didn't matter if they were 16, it didn't matter if they were 60, it didn't matter if they were in this country, it doesn't matter if they were in another country, it doesn't matter whether they did it once or they did it 20 times, as soon as they crossed the line, they lost the lazat halawat of iman, they lost the passion of the love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And I was amazed. <laughs> ya Allah, sab ke saath ek Everyone falls in the same way. Everyone suffering in the same way. Everyone mentioning the same symptoms. Allahu Akbar Kabira. So this is a topic we need to understand. And let me tell you something from my heart truly. Because I know Alhamdulillah, there are right now people sitting in this masjid who are guilty of this disease. And I also know, Alhamdulillah, I know Billah that there are people guilty of this disease. And I know Alhamdulillah there are people right now in this masjid who are not guilty. Not guilty. But I want to make you scared. You should feel that I'm not guilty yet. And I'm not guilty only because Allah Ta'ala saved me. Because I'm telling you from my heart, sometimes when people come and they tell me stories, I خود اللہ تعالیٰ کا شکر کرتا ہوں کہ اللہ تعالیٰ تو نے مجھے بچا کر رکھا ہے میں خود پریشان ہوتا ہوں ان کے واقعات سن کر اور اللہ سے مانگتا ہوں کہ یا رب کریم بس مجھے ذلت سے بچا دیجئے یہ جو فقیر میرے سامنے جو اپنا قصہ سنا رہا ہے مجھے اس سے بچا دیجئے مجھے اپنے حفاظت دے دیجئے مجھے خود پریشانی ہوتی ہے means in English for a few of you who I can see can't understand it means that when sometimes people come to me with their cases I get scared for my own self. So don't think that none of you should be scared because you don't do these things or this is some topic for 16-year-olds. You should know what is going on in this ummah and you should be scared. And you should know that if we have any izzat, any honor, any grace, it's only because Allah Ta'ala kept us in His protection. The day Allah Ta'ala lifts His hifazah from us, we can instantly fall into any and every zillah that we have ever heard of. means any disgrace and dishonor that we have ever heard of. No one is protecting themselves. It's Allah Ta'ala who is protecting us. No one can protect themselves. It's Allah Ta'ala who is protecting us. So because this is a day when so many people in this world are actually doing dawah towards, towards this false love, fake love, untrue love, rival love. It's a shariq, it's a partner. Rival, haram, to the true love with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So it's important that we should also make tawbah on this day. On our behalf, on behalf of so many members of the ummah. So many right now, unfortunately, right now, how many Muslims in this country of England on Saturday night of the 14th of February are involved in sin right now in this second real simultaneous time. So there should be some other group in the ummah who is making fikr. Who is making dua to Allah Ta'ala that Ya Allah send your hidayah on them, send your rahmah on them, send your maghfir on them. Hmm? In real time. This is the level. <laughs> Can you imagine? Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam could have never imagined this. 
that right now in real time there will be one group of Muslims sitting in masjid and in the exact talking, remembering love for Allah Ta'ala and at the same time there will be another group of Muslims scattered individual Muslims throughout that same country and community who are involved in betraying the love for Allah Subhanahu Ta'ala. It's a ajeeb world we live in. <laughs> if you think you won't be able to handle it. Ummat ki jo hakiki, jo ummat ki jo hakiki surat aur hal hai ye kam awliya mashayikh ulama akabar ke itna zarf himl tahammul hai ke wo ummat ke hal par har waqt apna nabz rakhe warna hum to pareshan ho jate hain aam banda to isko bardasht nahi kar sakta how far the ummah has gone from this path of true love for allah subhanahu wa taala so what is this false love what is this fake love so last time we came to you in Masjid Zakaria, we talked to you about Qalb, Qalbun Salim. So that was the place where you feel the love that was your heart. Now tonight we want to talk to you about what are the objects of that love, what are the targets of that love. So first is the fake love. Fake love basically is two things. It's either creation, means ghair mahram, for a man that means woman and the beauty of a woman, for woman, that means man, ghair mahram, makhluk. Or second big false love is mal and dunya. Is money, prestige, power, position. Hmm? These are the two big false loves. And like I told you, everything out there is trying to pull everyone in here in that direction. And sometimes people don't even realize how they're affected by it. I'm even too ashamed now to sometimes tell you stories. Because then sometimes the people who tell me, they think I somehow spilt their secret. So I don't even know how to shock you and tell you what type of things are happening. It's happening at all levels. It's happening in all types of institutions. It's happening in every community. No matter how many Muslims may be living in that community. Allahu Akbar Kabir. Strange. <laughs> Strange all being swept under the carpet, all being concealed. We were telling some friends yesterday in Manchester that actually this is what Allah Ta'ala did with the munafiqun. That Allah Ta'ala was as-sattar. He hid their nifaq. He hid their nifaq so well that Sahaba Ikram didn't know who they were. <laughs> and Sahaba used to pray with them in Masjid Nabi. And Sahaba used to interact with them in Medina Manawra. And didn't know who the munafiqun were. Allah Ta'ala hid it so perfectly. But that also means that Allah Ta'ala is going to punish them so intensely. They get the most intense punishment on the Day of Judgment is Munafikun. So we should be scared. And if Allah Ta'ala has hid any sin of mine as perfectly, as Allah Ta'ala hid the nifaq of the Munafikun, then what if Allah Ta'ala is also going to punish me as intensely as Allah Ta'ala is going to punish the Munafikun? Allah Ta'ala has hid my nifaq. They had nifaq in Iman and we have nifaq in Amal. That's the only difference. Hmm? We should be scared <laughs> at these concealed, hidden, secret sins. That's the most scary sin. And if there's some sin that other people know we have this problem, then you should be. You can be less scared that, okay, other people know, they advise me, they guide me, they're trying to help me, they understand, they're working with me. Hmm? But that secret sin that only you and Allah Ta'ala know, and nobody else knows, your wife doesn't know, 
your children don't know, your neighbors don't know, your imam doesn't know, your muktadi doesn't know, your maulana doesn't know, your student doesn't know. Hmm? That sin, that is just between you and Allah Ta'ala and maybe that other partner in crime of sin, and nobody else knows, that should make us most scared. <laughs> most terrifying sin is this type of sin. This is the sin that we have to make the most strongest toba from. So either it's the second one, that a person lies and cheats and steals for the sake of dunya, wealth, property, and wife and children will never know. They will think husband is earning halal income, husband is earning tayyib income, but actually he cheated someone, he frauded someone, he lied to someone, hmm? he engaged in false marketing, fraud, exaggeration, Nobody knows. <laughs> or he's donating to masjid. And even masjid community thinks this is halal money. But actually part of it is tainted. Part of it, some extra amount. And obviously he's giving from his extra. He's giving from his extra amount. How did he make this extra profit, extra money? He made it by telling some kind of lie, some type of cheating, some type of underhanded business deal. And nobody knows. <laughs> Only Allah Ta'ala knows. And then they're so strange when they pull it off so successfully, if the other person doesn't know, they think this is the perfect accomplishment, that even they cheated that person, the other party in the business deal, and even they don't know. Hmm? So that's even more scary, because that means really that only Allah Ta'ala knows. Yes, only Allah Ta'ala knows. Hmm? Akbar. Why? Why would you do that? Why would you tell that lie? Why would you misrepresent your practice? Why would you misrepresent your product? Why would you hide your income? Why would you do these things? Because you love it. <laughs> because you fell in this maraz, this sickness, this disease, that you started loving dunya. When Sayyidina Rasulullah sallallahu said, Hubbu dunya ra'sukulli khati'ah Love for dunya is the source of all error, all mistakes. You fell into exactly that thing. And you hid it. And maybe you hid it for years. Maybe some people, they take this with them to their grave. <laughs> that means they will show up with Allah Ta'ala with it on the Day of Judgment. <clears throat> so this is also something to make tawbah from, this false love of dunya and money. Easiest way, because this is a shorter topic for tonight, easiest way is what Nabi Kareem told us in a beautiful way. Al-halalu bayunun, wal-haramu bayunun. That what is halal is clear. But this haram is clear. And between the two, there will be times when your heart will feel doubt. You will be unsure. Can I do this deal? Can I take this loan? Can I get this financing? Can I purchase this product? Can I explain it in this way? Can I market it in this way? You will be unsure. That's your heart telling you. Like Sayyidina Rasulullah said, istaf kalbak, that you should ask your heart. In this case, your heart will even tell you without you asking it. At that time, a person makes a decision. If they love Allah SWT, then they listen to their heart and they stay away from that doubtful thing. They say, no, I can't do it. You say, why? Why don't you want to do it? No, I just don't feel it's right. Why? Everybody else is doing it. No, my heart doesn't feel it's right. Mera dil nahi karta. Mera dil nahi Give him ugly reason, intellectual reason, everybody else is doing it. 
Or you say such and such Malana, such and such Mufti gave you Fatah, you can do it. You get them in a deal name on that. That's called love for Allah Ta'ala. But if the person has love for dunya, hmm, then what does he do? Yes, his heart also tells him that I'm not sure. He steps on his heart. He silences his heart. Wapna is dil, dili zameer ko chup karta hai. Us par paon rakta hai. Us ko chup karwata hai. And this conscience of the heart was a gift of hidayah from Allah Ta'ala. He actively silences the hidayah Allah Ta'ala is putting in his heart. He stops it. He stomps upon it. Until he quiets it down. Hmm? Like sometimes children, huh? I don't know if you, you must have, in India also, in Pakistan we had serious cockroaches. And so when we would visit from America to Pakistan and back in those days, Allah Akbar. So then what would happen is our cousins, to make us less scared, they would step on the cockroach. Hmm? And then to make us convinced that it really is dead, they would <laughs> step down in it to make it still. So just like that, this person steps on their conscience. فَأَلْهَمَهَا فُجُورَهَا وَتَكْوَاهَا Steps on their fitra. Steps on the hidayah Allah Ta'ala puts in their heart until it's quiet. Until He silences it. And then they go and do that wrong financial deal. Oh, this is also another problem we have in this country. <coughs> you have in this country. And if you look hard enough, you might even find some Malvi who is willing to tell you it dies. And you people look hard. Yeah. I know because when you come and ask me, I'm like, you're asking me this question? And then you say, yeah, I have a philosophy, I have a philosophy, I have a philosophy, I have a ہم آپ کو ناؤمید کر دیتے ہیں اللہ اکبر why? because actually it's love for dunya it's not a fikki discussion you want to bring your delial to me you don't, it's nothing to do with that you're bringing love for your dunya to me and you don't think I can see that huh? you think you can trick us that it's some intellectual discussion some issue of society no 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 یہ بس آپ کی ننگی لالچ ہے آپ کوئی کتے ہیں کہ ہم آپ کی طرف کو حجی پیکیں آپ یہ چاہتے ہیں کہ ہم آپ کے ساتھ ایسا معاملہ کریں نو نو یو ار مؤمنین یو ار مؤمنین یو ہیو اے شان یو ہیو اے عزت یو ہیو ٹو فالو دا سنم نبی کریم صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم اف دیر از اینی ڈاؤٹ یو شوڈ لیو اٹ لیو اٹ انٹائرلی ڈونٹ بی ٹیمپٹیڈ ڈونٹ انڈلج لیو اٹ انٹائرلی خیر more problem is the second, the first false love, which is love for ghair mehram, love for women, <coughs> love for beauty. Here also, same process will happen. Because if you pray salah, alhamdulillah, you have iman, alhamdulillah, so your kalb is alive, it's not fully dead. So your heart will feel some stirring. It will tell you, look, what you're doing is wrong. <laughs> this feeling you have is wrong. This desire you have is wrong. So what does the person do? Again, he makes a choice. If he really loves Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he listens to that heart. He feels, Alhamdulillah, my Allah is guiding me. Hmm? But if he is in a state of nasha, a state of intoxication, a state of addiction to ghair mehram, he will stop and he will step on his heart. 
and he will silence it. And sometimes even, let me tell you, this is a physical feeling. It's a physical feeling. And sometimes literally they will wait, they will feel some trembling in their heart when they realize they're inclined towards that sin. They will stop and they will silence their heart until the heart's crying. It's actually the crying of the spiritual heart. They will quiet it down. They will silence it forcefully. And then they will continue on in that sin. Imagine. So much love for beauty. So much love for Ghair Mahram. So there are some differences between this false love and between the true love. So we want to show you those differences tonight. First difference is that the false love is materialistic. You love matter and material things. What is beauty in a woman? It's just something material, physical about her. It's called skin. Hmm? You should be like those, mashallah, doctors who are always working in labs. Huh? They say, this is just tissue. Huh? They say, what is this? This is just tissue that is arranged in a particular way. It's nothing else than that. This is how Mashaik used to explain it. There was a great wali of Allah Malik bin Dinar Amtalai. Malik bin Dinar Amtalai. And one day he was traveling. And when he was traveling, he saw that there was a whole crowd gathered. So he went and he said, what is this? And they were all gathered looking at this slave girl. And she was teasing them that if any one of you rich enough to buy me because I'm so beautiful, can any of you afford me this, that, the other? And know that my master would never sell me anyway because he is also so in love with me and my beauty. So Malik bin Dinarapta was an old man. So he told her, he said, I want to buy you. So she started laughing. and said, look at this old man. <laughs> Even he is in love with me. His buriko to dek yibi mein aashik bankar pidra. So she said, oh, I have to take you back to my master. <laughs> he is going to get a big kick out of this. Hmm? So she said, you want to buy me? Okay, let's go. Let's go to my master and you offer a price for me. Okay, so Malik bin Dinar, he went. So then he went and then he met the master. So she told, oh, master, look at this old man. Huh? This old man is infatuated. Meaning he comes, he wants to buy me from you. So he also started laughing. He said, old man, you want to buy my slave girl from me? He said, yes. He said, okay, what will you pay? So he said, I will give you two dates. He said, what? And all of a sudden, everybody stopped laughing. And then he got insulted. He said, what do you mean? You give two dates. Yes, because look at her. Just in a few years, she's going to get shriveled up. Just in a few years, she's going to get old and lose her beauty. Look at this machine, out of her comes filth and najasa so many times a day. Huh? What is this thing that you feel has any value? Maybe I give you two dates for it. But actually he wanted to show a lesson. He was explaining to people, because so many people saw all this. He was teaching them that this isn't real beauty. <laughs> this is nothing, this is just a heap of tissue. Means he understood what today we would say, it's just material, it's just matter. <laughs> what is it? It's just skin and blood and tissues. That's all it is. Hmm? He understood that already. <laughs> Before this age of science and anatomy and physiology. Basirat 
They had inner insight. They had deep understanding. So this false love, this face love, fake love is materialistic. It's a love of the body. It's a love of physical pleasure. And that is very temporary. Very temporary. Second thing about this false love and fake love is it's not loyal. There's no loyalty, there's no commitment. No loyalty, no commitment. Use and abuse. Use and discard. No loyalty, no commitment. One wali of Allah SWT said, though I will tell you in Urdu first, that any love that begins on the basis of just pure physical lust, it will ultimately end up in dislike for each other. You can never love that person. You will never really be able to love them. At ultimately, you will reach a point that you will be fed up with them. You will be sick of them. You will be tired of them. You will dislike them. You will detest them. Hmm. No loyalty. No commitment. Third thing in this false love is it is love at first sight. Oh, subhanAllah. Huh? Love at first sight. Hmm? Means it has no hikmah, has no wisdom, has no reflection, has no contemplation. Love at first sight. Hmm? Love at first sight. Fourth thing is that this love blinds a person. They talk like that, that the love blinds a person. Blinds a person even to the faults of the other one. And you try to explain to the person that look, as an example, look this woman, she's not even, doesn't even have iman. <laughs> What's the matter with you? He says, no, I can't leave her. I said, look, let me explain to you. She doesn't have iman, means she doesn't believe in Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi sallam, your Nabi. She doesn't love your Nabi. He says, I can't leave her. So let me explain to you. She doesn't believe in your Rabb Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He says, I'm blinded by love. Allahu Akbar I'm blinded by love I'm blinded to her faults Then they talk back They say you can tell me anything you want about her I won't leave her Ya Allah <laughs> Who talks like that? Anything you say I won't leave her No matter what you tell me about her I can't leave her Allahu Akbar Kabira Blinded by love Blinded by love you can try anything. You see, Sahaba weren't like that. Nabi Yukarim somebody said, he also used way of explaining that she will be somebody's daughter, she will be somebody's mother, she will be somebody's sister. So the person got scared. <laughs> there are three words in Hadith. Listen to me very carefully. Nabi Yukarim somebody said that how can you be attracted to this person? She will necessarily be somebody's either mother or somebody's daughter. Or somebody's sister. So the Sahaba weren't blind to this. They had their eyes were open. They realized this is a problem. And today, listen carefully. Today, or you tell that person, look, she's somebody's wife. Don't even say mother, daughter, sister. She's somebody else's wife. 
Even that doesn't stop the person. Allah Akbar. Ajeeb. Blind. Crazy. She is your own brother's wife. I still have desire for her. Allah Akbar Kabira. Are you mad? Well, I'm blind. Blinded by love. Allah Akbar Kabira. Crazy. Well, she is your friend's wife. Nothing. No effect. Big difference. <laughs> Big difference between us and them. Big difference. Then the fifth thing is that when they go for this false love, they get these highs, surge, uncontrollable urge, uncontrollable passion. And then it's crash, then it crashes and it stays low, then again it surges, then again it crashes. Strange lifestyle. Crazy lifestyle. So they say that, you know, Alhamdulillah, I went on Jamaat, I sat with Shaykh, I heard Hadith, I was okay for 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, 60 days. And then? <coughs> and then what do they say? But then I had this. Hmm? Big problem. Hmm? I had this. Jaysay koi I had this episode. Hmm? Episode of uncontrollable lust. Hmm? They have the episode, and they do some sin, and then they crash, and then again they say, and then I was fine for 10 days, fine for 15 days, fine for 20 days, and then again they have this episode. And this is also a feature of this false love, episodes. Hmm? And Deen is telling us to have istikama, siratul mustaqim. Hmm? This person is not mustaqim. <laughs> this person is far from mustaqim. Far from mustaqim. And sixth characteristic is that they actually end up sad. This false love causes them sorrow, causes them huzan, causes them grief. Hmm? And you see it. They walk around sad. They walk around with anxiety. Hmm? You can see there's no more nur left on their face. Strange. Have <laughs> you claimed you had love and you left Allah Ta'ala for the sake of this love? And you disobeyed Allah Ta'ala for the sake of this love. And still now you yourself are saying you are sad. Sad, depressed, anxiety. Allah Akbar. Always in tension. Hmm? Seventh is that they will get sin, guna. They will get sin and punishment from Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. They will get the ghazab, <laughs> anger of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Hmm? So it's reciting in Salah, غَيْرُ maghdubi. That actually he is maghzub. Becomes the mah, not mahbub, becomes the maghzub of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Becomes that person who Allah ta'ala is angry with them. Allah ta'ala is angry with them. Hmm? But they're so blinded in that love, they don't realize that Allah ta'ala is angry with me. <laughs> they're immune to this, that Allah ta'ala is angry with me. They keep going, keep going. Keep sinning. Keep doing it. Oh, come on. Hmm? Then seventh sign is that if they continue through all this process and they still don't give up, then seventh and eighth sign is that Allah Ta'ala will bring His destruction upon them. 
اللہ تعالیٰ کو ہلاک کر دیتے ہیں ٹو ٹائپس آف ڈسٹرکشن ون از ان دس ورلڈ یس دیٹ کین آلسو ہیپن ورلڈلی ڈسٹرکشن اٹ مینس ذلت مینس سمپلی اسپیکنگ دے ول گیٹ کاٹ دے ول بی ایکسپوزڈ میرج ول کلیپس چلڈرن ول لوز ریسپیکٹ فار دیم فیملی ول لوز ریسپیکٹ فار دیم دے ول اینڈ اپ ان اے اسٹیٹ آف ورلڈلی ڈسٹرکشن دیر ہول لائف ول کلیپس their whole every joy and happiness will go away this can also happen if we went through all these symptoms and still didn't make toba the next symptom is this allah ta'ala will bring them to the worldly destruction this is called zillat disgrace and dishonor exposure and embarrassment and then the other destruction is allah ta'ala will bring them to their spiritual destruction spiritual destruction they will lose sifat of iman they will lose salah they will lose amal they will be brought to their spiritual destruction and that spiritual destruction can keep continuing keep continuing then they will end up in azab qabr then the spiritual destruction will keep continuing keep continuing they will be punished on yawm al qiyamah then that spiritual destruction will keep continuing, keep continuing, they will be punished in the fire of Jahannam. And they still don't make Tawbah. Hmm? Can you imagine? <laughs> How crazy? <laughs> punished by Allah Ta'ala in the fire of Jahannam. Azabun Alim. Azabun Shadeed. Allahu Akbar Kabira. Al-Aman Al-Hafiz. Na'udhu Billahi Min Zalik. This is all the symptoms of the false love. Now, there are two types of true loves we want to show you today. Alright? So the other true love, other love is called true love. You just compare everything. It's completely different. So first true love we're going to tell you is true love means love inside nikah and only inside nikah. That's it. That's called true love. Love only inside nikah. Attraction only inside nikah. Desire only inside nikah. Looking only inside nikah. Longing only inside nikah. Liking only inside nikah. That's called true love. It's not just physical. Looking, liking, longing, desiring, loving, anything and everything only inside nikah. That means nothing outside nikah. No looking outside nikah. No longing outside nikah. No liking outside nikah. No noticing the beauty outside nikah. Nothing. That's true love. Anything less than this is false love. Absolutely nothing outside nikah. No flirting outside nikah. Nothing. Nothing. That's called true love. Of now you think how many of us are actually saved from the false love. Hmm? Yes, there may be some people who are saved by the karam and fazl of Allah Ta'ala from the intiha of the false love, the end of the false love. But now the way I described to you, hmm? no looking, no liking, no noticing, no appreciating, no being even aware of the beauty of Ghar Mehram. This is called deen islam This is called mard-e-mumin. Oh. This is called Haya. 
الحیاء ایمان قال رسول الله صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم الحیاء ایمان الحیاء شعبت من الایمان and what did Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam if you don't have haya if al-ma-shi'ta Allah Akbar he said if you don't have haya then just do what you want Rahmatullah Al-Amin talking yes said if you don't have haya you do whatever you want but why not Nabiya Rahmat Nabiya Ummat Nabiya Insan he said no haya do whatever you want do do Imagine, he's in English, that the Prophet said, if you don't have modesty, you can't do this, you want to look, you want to look out of nikah, you want to like out of nikah, you want to notice out of nikah, you want to appreciate, enjoy beauty out of nikah, do what you want. Do whatever you want. It means, I have nothing to do with you. Yes, Sayyidina Rasulullah do what you want, I have nothing to do with you anymore. Allah Akbar Kabeera. It's a big price. It's a very big price to pay. Yes, it's possible. And it's not just possible, it's fard upon us to have this true love. Which means nothing outside nikah. This is fard. Don't think this is some high level only for some special few muttaqeen. No, no, no. This is fard on every single one of the mu'mineen. You have to understand that. Nothing outside nikah. So then what does it mean then? And what type of love do they feel? So first thing, that love was material. This love is spiritual. You have to learn to love the sifat, the spiritual, the character. That you can't see, that's not on display. Yes, a person's material is on display. Person's spirituality and character is not there on display. You have to change the way you are. That you're no longer a material person. You're a spiritual person. You don't value things for their material, physical appearance and beauty. <clears throat> then you will realize that everything outside nikah is spiritually ugly. This is how we can try to explain to you the best we can in English. As opposed to uski Outside nikah, you will be allergic to it. Let's put it that way in English. Instead of being attracted, you will be allergic. Why? Because now you think spiritually. If you keep being a physical person, you can never be allergic to physical beauty. As long as you are a physical material person, you will always be attracted to physical material beauty. You can't stop. The cure is to change yourself. And this is what deen came to change us. That's called tazkiyah. This was the process of tazkiyah that Nabiya Karim put the sahaba through, that they changed. Their outlook changed, their perspective changed. Like I told in the very beginning, deen came to teach us how to feel. So deen came to teach us that our feelings will not be based on physical, material things. That's not how we base our feelings. Our feelings will be based on the love for Allah Ta'ala, for the sake of Allah Ta'ala, in the name of Allah Subhanahu Ta'ala. Once a person learns that, then they can be saved from the false love. So this is the first thing of the true love. Second thing was that over there, there was no commitment, no loyalty. Here there's commitment. 
This nikah is a commitment. This also you have to understand. Because people don't understand that. It's not just that you're in the false love, you don't do the true love properly. You don't view nikah as a commitment. So you do get married, you do have nikah, but you're not committed, you're not loyal. You're willing to cheat, you're willing to betray, you're willing to indulge, so you don't have the proper true love. Then you fall back into the false love. If you're untrue in the true love, you will end up in the false love. That's how it begins with the married man. So yeah, of course he has nikah. He's married. Hmm? He has nikah. But he's not true in his nikah. He's untrue. In this sense, un- disloyal, not committed. Whereas deen, Allah Akbar, Sayyidina Rasulullah, he wasallam, he showed what commitment was. And each and every single one of his relationship with Ummahatul Mu'mineen. Anyone you pick, and everyone you pick, shows pure loyalty, pure commitment, undying loyalty, undying commitment, eternal loyalty, eternal commitment. That's what Deen comes to teach us. That she's your wife and akhirana. Look at the level of loyalty. Look at the level of commitment. It's not even just for this world. You do nikah with her, she'll be your wife forever. <laughs> for all of akhirah. Eternally. Deen's teaching us a lesson. <laughs> How should you feel about that woman? How should your heart feel about that woman who Allah Ta'ala is saying she's now your wife forever? That's a huge commitment. Huge commitment. Deen wants us to feel that way. People, they don't feel that way about their wife. <laughs> That's the problem. So then what do they do? They issue divorce. Very quickly. Another big problem in this community. Quickly they divorce. On small reason. Petty reason. On foolish reasons. Foolish reasons. They threaten divorce. Then they issue divorce. The second you slip, it's all downhill. You even mention the word divorce. You threaten divorce. You end up issuing divorce. You end up in divorce. So many divorces in this community should never have taken place. There was no reason for that. It's a tragedy. It's a shame. Now because the man, he doesn't have loyalty and commitment. So you so many cases come to me, I ask, is the woman remarried yet? No. Is the man remarried? Yes. <laughs> it's 99% of cases like that. The man quickly moves on. He just gets remarried and moves on in his life. Sometimes he even forgets the kids. Sometimes I ask her, okay, you know, is he? No, no, he doesn't even try to visit the kids. Allah Akbar. She's not interested in the kids. I thought maybe big custody battle, big issue, he's wants. No, no, he doesn't want the kids. Because he became untrue, you see? So when you let yourself become disloyal, so you're not just disloyal to your wife, you will be disloyal to your children. It becomes who you are. <laughs> you become a disloyal human being. And that's why they say he's not interested in the kids. Then they say, no, he meets the kids once every two weeks for three hours. Allah Akbar, you call that a father? <laughs> Is that what deen taught you? Is that what's called a father in our deen? Hmm? But he doesn't care. <laughs> He's moved on. A shabash. Hmm? Disloyal, not having commitment. So true love, first thing is that it's spiritual, not material. 
Second, it's all about commitment and loyalty. True commitment and true loyalty. The third thing was that over there in the false love, it was love at first sight. In true love, it's not love at first sight. It's not. It can't be love at first sight. Because I already explained to you, in first sight, you can't see. <laughs> in first sight, you're actually blind. So this true love matures, develops, and increases over time. Very few people who are married can tell me that. They can say, okay, we, Alhamdulillah, we didn't go in divorce. I said, you have this definition of true love? That you're closer over time. That if you're 10 years married, you're more in love with each other, more close to each other. If you're 15 years married, you're even more close to each other. You're 20 years married, even more close to each other. And by the time you're 25 years married, you're even happy with this, that she is mine and all of Akhirah, and she's happy that you're going to be hers in Akhirah. We're married for one year, we're happy. Married for five years, yes, happy. Married for 10 years, less happy. Married for 15 years, less happy. And after 25 years, Mulano se kehne ki kisi tarah jannat mein koi aur bivi mil jaye, ha? Mushur kisse hote hain, ha? Yeh bivi hogi jannat mein, hmm? Yeh marhal hai, hmm? Is in English that they want that after 20 years somehow, okay, I didn't get divorced, but I need to get divorced in jannat. They want jannat divorce, hmm? Strange. It's not true love. It's a sign you are not truly married. In the sunnah way, the sunnah feelings that Sayyidina Rasulullah had in his heart for Ummahatul Mu'mineen, that is called true love. So it's not enough just to make talaq that I haven't given talaq. That's not complete sunnah yet. You must have the sunnah feelings of true love. Mm-hmm. Now how many people in the masjid? Hmm? Oh. This true love is deep. <laughs> this true love is deep. Then over there, the fourth point was what? That the love blinded them. Hmm? I'm blinded by love. I can't accept their faults. I can't notice their faults no matter what you tell them. Here, Ajib, in the true love, you are not blinded to the faults. So understand this also because people misunderstand this. If you have true love, you will notice the faults in your wife. She will notice the faults in the husband. Yes, she's not blinded to it. You will see it. You will perceive the shortcomings. You will perceive it. But, even though you perceive it, you're aware of it, you're not blinded to it, you will accept it, you will overlook it, and you will forgive it. This is why Allah Ta'ala said that, what did Allah Ta'ala put between the spouses? Mawadda warahma. Warahma. What is rahma? Rahmah is the word that, word that Allah Ta'ala uses for Himself. That when He knows the faults of believers, He knows their shortcomings, He knows their flaws, He knows their mistakes, or He knows their sins, He sends His mercy and forgives them anyway. That's called Rahmah. So what does it mean that Allah Ta'ala put Rahmah between the spouses? It means you're not blinded, you can see it. So when you come to us and you tell us, no, no, but she has this fault, I say, yes, so what? <laughs> You, she has this fault, and he, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, put inside you rahma to deal with this fault. You want to take out the rahma that Allah ta'ala put in your heart? You want to take out the rahma Allah ta'ala put in your heart for her, and you still want Allah ta'ala to send his rahma on you? 
you're going to be in for a big surprise on the Day of Judgment. You're going to be in for a big surprise on the Day of Judgment. And this is exactly what Sayyidina Rasulullah said in al-Hadith. In Hamu, that you must be merciful to others so that Allah Ta'ala may be merciful towards you. This is sunnah. What is this? This is feeling. <laughs> Again, deen is teaching us how to feel. So in this true love, the feeling is not I'm blinded to their faults. No. Feeling is, yes, I'm aware of the faults. But I overlook and I forgive the faults in my partner. That's true love. So you're living this myth that no, I'm not happily married because she's not ideal 100%, because she has this flaw, she has that fault. That's never going to happen. That's never going to happen. <coughs> then fifth thing over there in the false love was what? That there was this surge. Hmm? Addiction. Surge. That I'm okay for 10, 15, 20 days and again I fall. Here, in the true love, you get something which is constant. Constant, it's called sukoon. What did Allah say in Quran? لِتَسْكُنُوا إِلَيْهَا So that you get sukoon from her. Sukoon. Constant. How much sukoon? The same way Sayyidina Rasulullah wasallam, he got sukoon from Ummu Mu'mineen Sayyidina Khadija anha. That's called sukoon. Constant. Always. Hmm? That's there in true love. Now we're getting to if a person had the first four things. If they love for spiritual, not for physical. If they were loyal and they were committed. And if that developed, that love developed and matured over time and they accepted and overlooked and forgave the faults, then Allah Ta'ala gives them this sukun. Then they get sukun always. And you will see there are people like that. It's not like they don't exist. This is another myth that you think that nobody is like this. They are people. To the karam and fazl of Allah SWT, who have true love inside nikah. Who are true, happily married spouses according to the feelings of sunnah. And believe me, when you meet them, you will see that sukun. You will see sukun. Even though there should have been other, there are maybe other Difficulties in their life, maybe some financial difficulty, maybe some health problem, but they're in sukoon. <laughs> they're getting such a permanent mazboot sukoon. Hmm? Such a strong sukoon. Then the sixth thing over there was that it ended up in sorrow, sadness, and grief. Here, now that a person has this true love, it ends up in happiness. Falah, surur, happiness, joy. Happiness and joy, greatest happiness and greatest joy in their life. There it ended up in sin. Here they get swab. Every second that they're married, they get swab. That's why Nabiya Kareem says, he explained to one Sahabi. He said, you will get married, and then the same things that if a person was to do it, before nikah, outside nikah with ghair mahram, if you do those things inside nikah with your wife, you will get reward for that. You actually get sawab. <laughs> like you get sawab for praying nafil salah. Like you get sawab for giving sadaqah. You will actually get sawab for that uh, intimate relations. Ya Allah. <laughs> Ajeeb. <laughs> ibadah. That's what it means. If it gets sawab, it means it becomes an ibadah. That's how much Allah Ta'ala values this true love. That's how much Allah Ta'ala values this true love. 
Then over here, over there in the false love, it was a source of destruction and zillat. Here it's a source of izzat in this world. Allah said in Quran, Hunna libasunnuhum wa antun libasunnuhum that they are libas for you and you are libas for them. They are an izzat for you and you are izzat for them. Their honor lies in you and your honor lies in them. So in a false love, they were a source of zillat for you. In true love, they are a source of izzat for you. And you will feel like that also. You will feel mu'azzaz. You will feel, you will feel honored. Aapko khud is sharf you will feel honor and dignity inside your heart, your own self. Hmm? And the last thing over there was what? That it led to spiritual destruction. Hmm? Spiritual destruction. Here, what did Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam say? An-nikahu shatrul iman. means an-nikahu nisful iman. means an-nikahu takmeel, takweetul iman. I'm explaining to you. It means nikah is the completion of iman. Nikah is the second half of iman. Allahu Akbar. <laughs> Spiritual progress. <laughs> Spiritual trakki ascendancy. Qurub with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the concept of true love. This is the concept of true love. But actually in deen you need to have two true loves. One is you must have true love inside nikah that I already explained to you. And second true love is to love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And these two things are related to each other. These two things are connected to each other. This is why so much of the sunnah of Nabiya Kareem taught us how to be proper husbands. And the best hadith that shows us how these two things are related to each other, Sayyidina Rasulullah said that the best of you in the regard of Allah Ta'ala, the best of you in Allah Ta'ala's regard is the one who is the best to a spouse. These two things are connected. The one who most truly loves inside nikah will be the most truly beloved of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's what the hadith is saying. So this is another true love, to have true love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the next major topic. So you have to work it one way or the other. Either you first have true love inside nikah, and you get true love for Allah ta'ala, or you get true love for Allah ta'ala, and that will keep you having true love inside nikah. You have to make both efforts. What does it mean to have true love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? So listen to some hadith about that. The power of this love now. The power of truly loving Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from your heart. Which Allah ta'ala said in Quran is what every believer should have. وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا أَشَدُّهُمْ That those who have iman, those who believe, they truly intensely love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So look at this power. Number one. Hadith Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, that a person will be in Akhirah with whom they love. Hmm? Allahu Akbar. This is another power. 
This means love for Allah Ta'ala and loving for the sake of Allah Ta'ala. This is called Al-Hubbu Lillah, Al-Hubbu Fillah. Such a power that Ya Allah, I should be in Jannah based on my Amal. I should be in Darajah and Jannah based on Taqwa. That's also there in different Hadith. But here there's another way. <laughs> another factor that will determine the Darajah of a level of a person in Jannah forever. Al-Mar'u Ma'aman Ahabba. This is the power of love. This is another true love. That can you love someone truly for the sake of Allah? Then Allah Ta'ala says, okay, I keep you together. <laughs> you were so together with them in this world. Kunu ma sadiqeen. You had such a loving relationship with them in this world. Allah Ta'ala says, I keep you together in Akhirah. <laughs> Allahu Akbar. Some Sahaba Ikram, they narrate that this was the most happy hadith we ever heard. This was the happiest day of our life when Sayyidina Rasulullah said this. Why? Because some Sahaba asked Rasulullah that in Jannah there will be darajat. So your darajahs, nobody can reach your darajah. Your Sayyidul Awwaleen wal Akhirin, your Imam al Anbiya wal Mursaleen. So then how will it be for us in Jannah? Sahaba were talking that because in dunya we were li- together with you. And in Jannah, if everybody is going to their darajah, to your darajah is Nabi, and we are Sahabi. So Nabi Akrim says, don't worry. So simple. <laughs> Didn't give them a long theological explanation. Just said very simply, ahabba. A person will be with whom they love. Now can you imagine how important it is? <laughs> Who you love, this is why Allah takes it seriously. This is what Allah takes it seriously when you go for the false love. Because Allah is saying, look, I gave you this love, this power, this emotion in your heart, so that if you love someone truly, because of their taqwa, their sunnah, their deen, I would have been willing to put you with them in akhirah, and instead of loving someone, fillah, lillah, you chose to love the dunya, the nafs. That's why Allah gets upset. He gets angry. That I give you such a power in this love. And instead you used it for dunya and for nafs. Allahu Akbar Kabira. <laughs> it's such a shame. <laughs> such a shame. <coughs> we give our heart away so quickly. And this is also a problem in youth and young girls and young boys. Giving their heart away so quickly. This is that heart that is al-mar'umam al-ahabba. What are you doing? <laughs> Think carefully who you give it to. <laughs> Think carefully. This special power that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave. This is why Nabi Kareem he taught us to make dua to Allah ta'ala. To get help from Allah ta'ala. Iyakanasta'een that we must seek Allah ta'ala's help. So Nabi Kareem taught us that you should make dua to Allah ta'ala. What? Allahumma inni as'aluka hubbaka minka hubbaka wa hubba man yuhibbuk. And in another one, hubba man ahabbak. And Allah ta'ala, I ask that you give me love for you. That was true love number one. And then I ask that you give me love for anyone who loves you. Allahu hmm? Akbar. This is dua that Nabi himself used to make this dua and he used to teach Sahaba to make dua. And he taught the whole ummah to make this dua. So to love the lovers of Allah SWT. Now again I will show you the rapt. Those people who are attached to mashayikh and listen carefully and they love their mashayikh. Yes, these people are perishanote. Kitike me mantam, kichalo shakes, zikr sikhe, 
شیخ کے بیان سنے مگر یہ جو یہ نا شیخ سے محبت کرنا ہے یہ کہاں سے آئے یہ تو میں آپ صحیح دی سے آپ سے سنا رہا ہوں یہ صرف آیا نہیں نبی کریم سسم نے اس کو سکھایا ہے ہاں اللہ سے منگوایا ہے پھر اللہ سے مانگے کہ اللہ تعالیٰ مجھے آپ اپنی محبت بھی عطا فرمائیں اور جو آپ سے محبت کرتا ہے اس کی بھی محبت میرے دل میں ڈال فرمائیں So you see, this is why we have silsala. Why? Because if the person loves their sheikh, they're with their sheikh in jannat. But oh, but their sheikh loved his own sheikh. So he's actually with his sheikh in jannat. So you will be with sheikh, sheikh in jannat. But actually he loved his own sheikh. So he will be with him. And it goes right back silsala. Silsala sanadul muttasil isnad. Back to Sayyidina Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Yes. <laughs> so when we're bare to sheikh, and if we love sheikh, And we can say, I will be with my shaykh and he's going to be with his shaykh and his shaykh is going to be his shaykh. Actually, I will get to be with Sayyidina Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. All shown to you from Sahih Hadith. Oh, Akbar. This is love. <laughs> so it's very important to have the true love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and have the true love for the lovers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To have the true love for the true lovers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now let me connect it back to you. And I'm telling you this truly from my heart. Those people who truly, I'm telling you from my experience, my own experience with my own <laughs> shaykh, those people who truly love their shaykh, Allah Ta'ala protects them from falling in that false love. Yes? And the more truly you have true love, the more Allah Ta'ala will save you from false love. And if you're not in that relationship of true love, just like in the other one, the person who's not in nikah, He's dangerous for him. He's in danger of falling in false love. The person who's in nikah but is not doing all the attributes like I told you, doesn't truly love their wife according to sunnah feelings, they're in danger of falling in false love. And that person who doesn't have this true love for the true lovers of Allah Ta'ala, they can also be in danger of falling in false love. Means that this true love for the true lovers of Allah Ta'ala helps a person away from the false love. Because that's not a materialistic love. It's a love of all the same features of loyalty, of commitment, of based on spirituality, not based on materiality. It increases the person's power to stay away from the false love. You know, simply speaking, then I will explain now in Urdu what I've already explained in English. تو ہم اس حفاظت کے بغیر پھرتے رہتے ہیں کوئی عقل مندی تو نہیں ہے اور یہ نہ دین کی تعلیم ہے بلکہ یہ دینی تعلیمات کے عین مخالفات اس ان احادیث سے ہٹ کر معاملہ نیور وانٹ ٹو بی سیپریٹ فرام دا سنا ٹیچنگز آف نبی کریم صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم یو نیور وانٹ یور ہارٹ ٹو بی ایم ٹی ایف ایون ون فیلنگ دیٹ نبی کریم سم مینشن حدیث اچھا 
third hadith on this topic? That there is hadith when Nabi Kareem Sallallahu also in Sahih, that on the Day of Judgment, there will be seven categories of people who will get the shade of the Arsh of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So who is one of that group? Al-Mutahabun. Al-Mutahabuna lillah. What's, who are those people? Those people who loved each other for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They had this true love. Al-Mutahabun. Al-Hukbar. Means they mutually loved each other deeply. This is the giving you the feeling of the Arabic. They mutually loved each other deeply and intensely for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah ta'ala will give him the arsh of his sire on the day of judgment. Either you start living these hadith or you start slipping into false fake love. It's our choice. Our deen came to teach us to love truly. Our deen came us to teach us to love truly. So if you don't have this false love, then you have true love in nikah. And then you have true love for the true lovers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then guess what's the prize? The prize is ashaddu humban lillah. Now your heart can have burning love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now your heart is free and unfettered. Now your heart is unlocked and has this power to have this deep love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then that deep love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is ultimately and actually and really what saves a person from the false love. So our deen made a whole system of this. Hmm? How to love truly. Hmm? Deen teaches us that. And how to love falsely. All of the dunya is ready to teach us that. Hmm? جھگڑے بیوی کے ساتھ نا انصافی بیوی کے ساتھ بے وفائی یہ والی محبت یا یہ محبت کہ اچھا شور ہونا با وفا شور ہونا خدمت والا شور ہونا ہاں یہ جملہ اردو میں بولتے نہیں جب خدمت کے لفظ بولتے ہیں تو انہوں نے خدمت والے بیوی بولنے لگا ہاں ہاں خدمت اور شوہر یہ دو لفظ اکٹھے چل سکتے ہیں ہاں ہاں نبی کریم سسم کی خدمت کرتے تھے گھر کے کام کرتے تھے تو وہ کیا ہوتا ہے وہ بیوی کی خدمت ہے تو جب یہ اگر یہ محبت سبق یہ یہ والا سبق پڑھ لیں تو اللہ کی محبت مل جاتی ہے خیر تو ان انگلش اٹ مینس دیٹ یو کین ایوری ہیومن بینگ ول لو بیکاز ایوری ہیومن بینگ ہیز اے ہارٹ اینڈ دا فنکشن آف دا ہارٹ از ٹو لو So to be human is to necessarily love. It's your choice who you love and how you love and why you love. Deen is deen of hidayah. It gives us guidance and it has guided us to the real answer to this question. Either you take your lesson from deen and let the deen teach you who to love, how to love, why to love or you can take your lesson out there. Who to love, how to love, and why to love. 
then you will end up in physical, lustful, unlawful love. Then you will end up in unhappy, unloved marriage. Hmm? And you will not have loving relationship with salihin, ulama, muttaqin, awliya, mashayik, ummah. Then you will not get the full love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's your choice. And what I'm telling you is nothing new. In every single generation of this ummah, you will see this love. Greatest example is the love Sahaba Ikram had for Sayyidina Rasulullah Wasallam. Second greatest example is the love the Tabin had for Sahaba Ikram. Third greatest example is what the Tabai Tabin had for the Tabin. And it keeps continuing in every generation. Keeps continuing in every generation. So our niyat on this night is to make Tawbah. On our behalf, on all the behalf of the Ummah, and especially on behalf of those people who are trapped on this very night, from our own fellow believers, our brothers and sisters in Imam, in this false love and fake love. Love of the nafs and love of the body. So we want to make that Tawbah tonight. And our second job tonight is to make an irada. Irada means to have a will, wish, dream, ikdilmit, tamanna, tarab, that I want to get every true love. I want to get every true love that Allah Ta'ala wants me to have. So for almost all of you who are married, so to get that true love inside your existing marriage, if few of you are not yet married, then to make dua to Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala to give you that love inside your nikah, hmm? and to get the love for the lovers of Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala, the beloveds of Allah Ta'ala, what we call Siddiqeen, Sadiqeen, Mashaikh, Salihin, Ulama, Uliya, Muttaqeen. And deep irada to get deep love for Allah Ta'ala Himself. But you can't get that love if you're stuck in the false love. This is the summary then. You can't get the true love as long as you're stuck in the false love. You can't get it. So just stop. Just stop all false love instantly. Don't think about it. Don't rationalize it. Just stop all the false love entirely and completely. Feel the mercy and true love for your spouses instantly. Then you will get the love for Allah. So this is our irada. Irada means this is what I want to happen. Irada means this is my wish to Allah Ta'ala that it will happen. Irada means this is my hope, Allah Ta'ala, that you will make this happen. So we want to make tawbah and we want to make irada. This is what is called tazkiyah. So this is one topic, there are other topics. This is what tazkiyah means. To make tawbah of everything that is false and impure. And to have irada, will, wish, desire of everything that is true and that is pure. And to practically do it. To practically scrub, scrub, scrub your life and your heart and your relations from everything that is impure, to practically do it, to try to fill your heart and drown your heart with every action and every feeling that is pure. So it's practical, it's dynamic, it requires effort. You have to make this effort of tazkiyah. And along with that, everything else continues. Everything else continues. Maktab continues, masjid continues, da'wat continues, tabliq continues, ikamat al-deen continues. Everything continues. But this tazkiyah is for your heart and between your heart and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yes? So this is our message that we had for you tonight. We make dua that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept this from us 
that may Allah Ta'ala rescue us and deliver us and save us and protect us from every single false love and may Allah Ta'ala out of his own karam and fazl may he bless us and adorn our heart with every true love wa akhirul da'wana and alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin